It's good. It sucked. It's meh. Everyone has an opinion, but only I have the balls to tell you the truth as I see it. You want to know how good a movie really is? Well, sit back, kick your feet up, because you're about to witness a common man's review. Let's get this mother started out right as another past and present movie review episode begins now. Bruh, that's really all I can say about this is, bruh. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Enigma back with another past and present review episode. And today we're going to talk about The Boys Season 3. And it can be basically described and summed up in one word. Bruh. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of superhero content out there now. With Marvel basically flooding the market with their different TV shows and movies and MCU and all of that. And DC really hasn't done much other than the Batman movie earlier, but they do have the Black Adam movie coming out. We have the Wakanda movie coming out later. And so we have a lot of superhero content, all right? And the little Disney Plus aspect of those superhero movies, they're starting to get a little dark. I mean, the, what was it? The Doctor Strange multiverse movie. That was kind of more of a horror pick and he had a lot of things in there that I thought was a little edgy for Disney because they've never done things like that before. So, you know, they are getting a little more edgy and things like that. But they can't do what this show does. And I really enjoy the fact that you can let loose and see a world, a more realistic world of if we had superheroes. I mean, we all wish that they could be like the Superman, the Batman and all that type of stuff, how those things are portrayed or any MCU, Iron Man, et cetera, et cetera. But this is basically more realistic of what it actually means to be a superhero in today's world because we both know if they basically had superheroes they would be marketed just like they are in the boys the government would try to control them just like they do in the boys and you will have them going rogue just like you do in the boys (laughs) so let's talk about what happened in this season and if you want me just to give a quick spoiler free review of what I think of the season. I think it was great. I think it progressed the story well. It's basically deviating from the comics. So if you've read the comics, none of this, at least from what I understand, is in the comics. Everything's changed. So it's good. It's like, you know, when Game of Thrones came out, everybody knew what was going to happen because the people who read the books knew all the stuff that was going to happen and they would kind of compare the two. Well, this is basically deviated far from the comics at this point so just throwing that out there if you've read the comics it's like oh i already know what happens no you don't you really don't so that is my spoiler free check it out it was a good series a good season and i can't wait for the next season now let's talk spoilers the first 10 to 15 minutes of the season with termite <laughs> that if you watch that you'll see why i'm saying bruh This show has the uncanny ability to just continue to escalate things. Every time you think you've seen something ridiculous, this, it ups it. It keeps upping it. Like each episode, there's something else that just makes you say, oh my God. 
And I'm not going to talk about what happened on the first 10 to 15 minutes of the season. You all saw it. I try to keep it G-rated here, but you seen what the termite did in the first 10 to 15 minutes of the season. And they they grab you in like that. And next thing you know, you're glued to your TV. You can't wait for the next episode. So, I mean, they do a good job at that. And But just I had to mention that first 10 to 15 minutes of the season. I'm not going to go into every episode or anything like that. I'm just going to talk about a couple points that I got throughout the season. And the first thing I want to talk about is Homelander. People don't realize, you know, I understand that he's being played by brilliantly by Anthony Starr, to be honest with you. I think he's doing an excellent job. I was a fan of his on Banshee. And just seeing him as Homelander, he's like really owning this character. The facial expressions that he makes, that psychotic look in his eyes... It is hilarious. I really enjoyed it. But I don't think he's dumb as a lot of people, well, as dumb as a lot of people think he is. Think of it. He sets up everything for Edgar's fall in the this season, leaving him basically unencumbered to do whatever he wanted now because that was the head of Vought. He basically got him booted out, and now he's essentially the head of Vought. He pressured Starlight into a public relationship because he knows that she has a lot of followers. And you know that's really the main thing about him. His weakness is being accepted. So when he's accepted, he's fine. But when he starts not to be accepted, that's when all these crazy things start to come out. And, you know, he forced Starlight into a public relationship. And she was dating Huey at the time. And all that was public knowledge. But she was forced into it. So there's nothing she could do at at that moment of time. So there you go there. He also pressured her to lift the deep back into the seven, which, you know, well, I'll talk about the deep later. And speaking of the deep, he forced the deep to eat one of his little octopus friends. I mean, this dude is just crazy. He is just a psycho. He also found his son eventually. Like, I didn't know why why it took him so long to do that, but he found his son. He also tried to recruit Soldier Boy once he realized that Soldier Boy is... He is his father, allegedly. Just biologically, not, you know, father-raised. I guess they use parts of Soldier Boy to create him, but it is what it is. He's getting all the attention that, and love that he wants to, and he made a deal with Newman taking out the vice president candidate, which will put her in power. And, you know, she's in power as vice president. She wins the election, which obviously, because it's the show, she, her and whoever she's running with will win. He has somebody in the White House now that he can apply pressure to. So, really, Homelander isn't as dumb as people think he is he he really is putting things together and i don't know if people notice the parallels between him and the whole republican movement <laughs> at the end of the show basically it, it was uh, i guess a liberal threw something at his son which i now i was like really bro you gonna throw something at a child and you know homelander just lost it and just lit him up and all the people around him were looking around and then they started to cheer him, which is the Republican thing. I know a lot of people used to say that Trump could shoot somebody in the middle of the street and his followers would still follow him. Well, I think they took that and put that into this show. So I don't know how the Republicans are going to feel about that. I mean, you know, it basically looking like making their party look like a bunch of lunatics. 
And keep in mind, not all Republicans are like that. I want to put that out there. A lot of people say, all Republicans are crazy, this and that. No, there are some normal Republicans out there who do the right thing. There are a lot of normal Democrats out there who do the right thing. And there's also a bunch of psychopaths on both sides who do things like this in this movie on both sides of the Democrats and Republicans. So I just want to throw that out there. But they did throw that in there, in my opinion, showing the Republican Party as a bunch of psychos. And I know they didn't specifically say it because they're not going to. But if you compare what's happening in the news and what's happening in the real world to that, you'll see the parallels there. Now, moving on to Butcher. I liked his story throughout this season as well. He's basically doing the things, basically doing what he shouldn't be doing or doing things that he don't doesn't believe in. He doesn't believe there should be soups, but in order to battle soups, he has to become one of them. And he, they have this stuff called Temp V that he was taking and that gives him super powers for like about 24 hours or something like that. So he's basically becoming what he hates in order to battle Homelander and all the other soups in the world. And the thing I like about his story is his vengeance is blinding him and he's almost lost everything seeking out that revenge. And I think that was really the point of his character this season. He's blinded for the fact that he's becoming what he hates so much. And the temp V, as we find out, is killing him. He's going to die if he continues to use it. And then he got Huey hooked to it, too. Um, him and Huey started using, both using the Temp V without knowing the consequences. When Starlight found out about it, she calls him and lets him know about it and tells him to tell Huey, which he doesn't. And he continues to take it himself. Now, he did redeem himself slightly at the finale when they were about to go take on Homelander again. And he kind of knocks Huey out, leaving him. Like he's not taking them with him because he doesn't want them to be exposed to the temp V anymore or anything like that. So there is a part of him that's still, you know, there's still good inside of him, but he's just blinded by vengeance. And I think that's, um, you know, that, that was a decent storyline. I enjoyed seeing his backstory as well when they were showing him as a kid. And you kind of see the torture that he went through dealing with his uh, family and everything like that and the reason he is the way he is and um now he has a terminal illness because of the temp v and they say he's going to live about 12 to 18 months now will that be the case on the next season who knows or maybe he does die i mean but you know it's his own fault taking that temp v without knowing what he was putting into his body and you know it is what it is but i do like the progression of his character I also liked the tension between Huey and Starlight as well, because Huey almost became Butcher, giving in to his hatred and wanting to kill Homelander. And like I said, he took the Temp V2, but eventually he stopped um, because Butcher knocked him out and he realizes what's going on now. So, But the tension between him and Starlight, I think, was real good because you see she's trying to... She wants to take down Homelander too, especially after Homelander kills one of her childhood friends who was a soup on a reality show and he finds out about it and kills him and enforces her to remain in a relationship with him saying that if she doesn't, he's, he's going to do the same thing to Huey. And so, you know, there was tension there, but she wants to take Homelander down too, but not to the extent that Butcher and Huey wants to take Homelander down. So 
I thought that was pretty good. I, I enjoyed their relationship and the strain it put between the different ways they want to handle the situation. One of the things I didn't like about this season is Queen Maeve. I love her character because I'm a big Wonder Woman fan and I love Queen Maeve, but they kind of put her on a back burner this season. And I think they did this because they just had a lot of characters that they couldn't use. Like Black Noir, they kind of put him in the back burner as well. But with Maeve, they kind of locked her up and just kind of threw away the key, so to speak. And she didn't return until the finale. And I'm going to talk about that here in a moment. And, you know, she spent most of the season being in captivity. And it's sad because I love her. I love her character. And I know my Tarantino fans were happy <laughs> with the finale. And for those who know what that means, good. If you don't know, you don't know. But yeah, Tarantino fans were definitely happy with Maeve in the finale. And I like her redemption arc. Basically, Starlight looks up to her and looked up to her throughout the entire time and started to see the harsh reality when she joined the Seven since the first season. But Maeve also had that vengeance that she wanted to kill Homelander and they got into a brutal battle. And again, rage and vengeance is blinding a lot of them. And they did this to her, like physically, as Homelander took one of her eyes. And she was given... Homelander the business, but at the last moment when Soldier Boy was about to explode and kill everybody, she sacrificed, she became the hero that Starlight remembers her being and sacrifices herself by taking him, crashing out of the building and taking the brunt of the explosion. So we all thought she was dead because they were doing memorial services for her. And I like how they, they pointed out the fact that she was a lesbian. <laughs> I mean, I was like, good Lord. <laughs> The way that they said it, I don't know. It just it just was just crazy. And we've come to find out that she actually did survive the fall. And she's going with her girlfriend to disappear. Because now, if you recall, Soldier Boy, anytime he does his little power thing, it takes the powers of whoever is around him. That's what happened to Kamiko earlier. And I'm going to talk about her in a moment. So now Maeve has no power. So she's basically a human being and she's going to live with her girlfriend in peace with one less eye, of course. But Queen Maeve, I loved her character and I just wish they would have done more with her. But I understood because they just had so many storylines that they just couldn't pack everything in there. But I do like her redemption arc at the end of the season. And she lived up to be the superhero that Starlight always thought that she was. Same goes for Kamiko. Like I said, I love Kamiko. In fact, Kamiko is my favorite character on the entire series. I love her. I just, I don't know, something about her that she's like the Wolverine and she just has these battle abilities. And when she lost her powers, which again, if you've listened to any of my superhero podcast reviews, you know that I hate when they do the whole power loss thing. I hate when they take away the powers from a character because it humanizes them. And that's not why you fell in love with the character in the first place. Well, Kamiko, she still was a beast with fighting and everything like that. She just couldn't heal anymore. They took away her powers. And so she was kind of on a back burner, struggling. Um, she went on a mission. And I will say this, my favorite scene in this season, you would think would be something on the hero gasm and things like that. But no, it was Kamiko killing that those Russian targets with a bunch of <laughs> the seven dildos. 
I mean, she literally was killing people with dildos. And that was the thing I was talking about earlier, the escalation of these shows. It's just like one ridiculous thing after another. So she was fighting these Russian mobsters or whatever they were, and she's killing them. They had to kill this certain target for Nina, which is Frenchie's old boss. And she was all the only weapon she had was the dildos. And she used those dildos. To kill that entire room of Russians. So that's definitely was my favorite scene. Um, I do enjoy the Frenchie and her relationship seemingly to move forward. I do, you know, hope that they get together because obviously there's a genuine love there. And, you know, with her being as susceptible as she was, Frenchie, you know, his storyline I really didn't care for. I mean, it, it made relevance to the story, but. I just really didn't care about anything about his past or anything like that. But I do enjoy the time that him and Kamiko have together. I think they work well together and they are a couple that I'm rooting for because I love Kamiko. Like I said, she's my favorite character in the entire series. I love that woman. She's brilliant. <laughs> and like I said, the dildo scene, I mean, you can't really ask for anything better than that. Um, a couple things I didn't like is I didn't like the deep and... A-Train storyline. More so of the Deep. I think the Deep is just a useless character. And he has been for the last couple seasons. And they're using him mostly as the joke person. Like he's sleeping with an octopus. And, you know, they always used to have that joke with Aquaman. Having sex with fishes. I think Harley Quinn um, did that. Or talked about that in one of her shows or something like that. And... They're just taking it to that level in the boys where he's just sleeping with his aquatic friends. And I don't know. It's just and then he had that controlling girlfriend slash wife or whatever the hell she was that was getting him in the situations that he wasn't necessarily comfortable with. I didn't like anything about the deep. I think the deep is just a wasted character. I think I mentioned that um, a long time ago when I did some other uh, reviews well, I think I was just posting at this point on Facebook and I think the deep is just a wasted character I, I just really don't like what they're doing with him now a train storyline it had potential but again it was like a B storyline and they knew it was a B storyline and they didn't give it any type of development now with his brother hurt by Blue Hawk you know they that portion they were trying to do the whole black lives matter thing and again it was kind of i don't want to say forced into it but you could tell the parallels just like we talked about the republican thing and then blue hawk was basically the quote-unquote racist guy who's killing all the black criminals and things like that and they get into it at a meeting which ends up getting his brother paralyzed so a train ends up meeting up with blue hawk at the hero gasm or he wasn't there for that or he, he went there and he found him and they got into it and he ended up killing blue hawk by using his speed one more time dragging him which with all the drugs that he had taken they had warned him if he runs that speed again it could kill him and he was laying on the ground dying when he wakes up he has blue hawk's heart in him it's been transplanted in him so he's going to be able to run again so that was a way to kind of get over that storyline. But, I mean, it really wasn't anything that we could have used that. I would have rather have both of their storylines 
taken out, but really the deep. If you had to do anything, take the deep storyline out and then push that time you spent on that to A-Train or even vice versa. Even though I don't, I've never been a deep fan, I don't particularly care for him. It's nothing against the actor or anything like that. It's just I've never liked his character. It's just dumb. For what I understand, he wasn't that much into the comics as well. Neither him or A-Train were. So it's like they're trying to force these characters in there, splitting their storylines. I say kill one and use the remaining time to properly build the other. And if I had to choose, I'd say kill the deep, give A-Train the time, more time to develop. And we'll see because he, like I said, A-Train storyline at least had promise. The deep storyline, not so much. It was stupid. It just dropped the ball. But anyway, Herogasm thought it was overrated. So ever since I started watching this show, I used to always see on the boards, oh, Herogasm, they got to do Herogasm, they have to do Herogasm, and they did finally do Herogasm. And while it was outrageous and crazy, I think because you've been watching the show throughout this time, it didn't really seem like there was anything special about it. It was just, okay, it was Herogasm. You know, it kind of came and went. A lot of people said that was a you know, best episode, but you know, we have a lot of people who are perverts in real life. So, you know, to me, it was one of those outlandish things. Yes, it was outrageous. It, it had its moments, but it was overrated. I, I didn't know what I was going to expect from seeing it, but it's the way that people talked about it, the comic book readers, I just thought it was going to be a lot more. And it was, it was okay. Like I said, it, I, I thought it was overrated. And of course, one last thing I'll mention is I'm pissed on how they handle Black Noir. And I think a lot of people are pissed on how they handle Black Noir. So for the comic book readers, and this is a spoiler for comic books, what happened is Black Noir was actually a clone of Homelander. He was committing a bunch of crimes looking like Homelander, framing him up, so to speak. And it was revealed like towards, I don't want to say towards the end or where it was revealed, but it was revealed that he was a clone of Homelander the entire time. Clearly, they're not going that way with the storyline because Black Noir was a actual black guy and he basically got caught up in the Soldier Boy storyline being part of Soldier Boy's old team before he was turned over to the Russians or what have you. And, you know, they're not going that route. But what they did was they killed off Black Noir who had these little <laughs> cartoon character dreams oh my god i didn't mind the cartoon stuff i even didn't mind the whole um the musical that kamiko and frenchie did as well what i do mind is you've killed a character who basically you know he had a people loved him people liked him they were looking for him to do more and you've already killed him homelander kills him because he reveals black noir no knew that uh, soldier boy was his father and didn't say anything so as crazy as homelander was of course he kills him boom and it seems like that's the end of it now i understand you didn't have anything for him maybe the storyline just didn't fall in place for him but you leave the deep alive you leave a train alive black noir is a character that a lot of people like and that's who you kill I just think it's crazy. I think they could have used some time to develop him a little more. And I understand he doesn't talk, but, you know, he was a badass character in the first couple seasons. And this particularly when he was fighting Butcher in season two, um, that whole series and, and a lot of other things that he was doing. He, he's a great character. And for some reason, 
they just killed him off. So rest in peace, Black Noir. I mean, this is all we get from him. Maybe he'll be alive. I doubt it. I mean, even the cartoon characters started to cry. It was a sad moment, but I don't know. Overall, I will say that season three was awesome. Okay, I enjoyed season three. Each episode got better in my opinion. I love the finale. There's a lot of people who didn't like the finale. And there's a lot of Soldier Boy fans. So I didn't really talk about Soldier Boy much because I, I don't know if I really cared about the storyline because it started off, okay, we're going to take Soldier Boy. We're going to use him, Butcher and Huey. We're going to use him to take out Homelander because he can take away Asoop's powers. And they almost got him at Herogasm when they were had their little battle, which was also a great scene because that's when Homelander started to realize that Huey and Butcher had the powers he didn't know anything about. And they almost got him. Um, you know, with Soldier Boy, was about to use his blast to take away his powers, but Homelander at the last second got out of there, and it made Homelander feel vulnerable for the first time. You can tell that it really bothered him that somebody could actually bruise him up, somebody that can actually make him bleed, and he didn't know anything about this, so they lost the element of surprise. I said, if they didn't do it then, they're not going to do it because... How could they? You know, he knows now that they have superpowers. He doesn't know how they have superpowers, but he knows they do. And so it changed the whole dynamic of the fight. And we get to the end, the final battle, and Homelander is about to get killed by um, Soldier Boy again. But Butcher is trying to protect Soldier Boy's, I'm not Soldier Boy, but um, Homelander's son, who just, he brought with him to say, hey, Homelander was trying to convince Soldier Boy, we're a family. You know, this is my son. This is your grandson. But Soldier Boy wasn't hearing that, thinking he was weak and started to kill him or tried to kill him. And Butcher didn't want to endanger Homelander's son. And so now all of a sudden, he's helping Homelander fight Soldier Boy. And then eventually they put him back in ice, put him back on ice, something Soldier Boy didn't want. So really the whole storyline of the season was wasted. I mean, you had Soldier Boy, the one thing that could actually take out Homelander. And at the last minute, you decided to back off because you didn't want to threaten Homelander's son. And it, it just, I don't know, it just made the whole plot point of the season of Soldier Boy just useless. So I really wasn't a fan. There's a lot of people who like Soldier Boy. And I get it as a character. He wasn't bad, but it just didn't make sense at the end of the season of what they were doing. All this was set up for this, and you just send them back into the ice anyway. So basically, just wasted. But what I do want to see next season, I think it's going to be crazy with Newman gaining power. If she's able to win the, well, whoever she's running with wins the presidential election, I wouldn't be surprised that somebody or even her now Newman's the head popper, if you don't remember, but I wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't pop the president's head after they win and she becomes president. And if she becomes president, her and Homelander, oh my God, that's going to be so awesome. Homelander and his son, I think is going to be an exceptional storyline because he's not worried about the traditional likes he was receiving with Vaught. Um, after Annie exposed him. So he threatened her in an elevator and she was secretly recording him and broadcast it out to the world, the followers. So the world knows the type of person he is. But again, those quote unquote 
Republican-esque people don't care about all that and they're still supporting Homelander. And once he sees that he can still get love and support from people no matter how he acts, who's going to be able to control him? So I think that the only thing that's going to keep him grounded is his son. If his son can kind of, you know, develop into something that can maybe be the one thing that can control him maybe that's their next target i don't know how they're going to do that but i can't wait to see that and then also how they're going to handle butcher dying like is he really going to die is he going to take v permanently or can he take v permanently i mean i don't know it's going to be real interesting to see the next season but again i enjoyed the season it was well worth the watch i can't wait for the next season what are your thoughts did you enjoy season three of the boys did you enjoy the first 15 minutes of the season it's definitely funny to me leave your thoughts in the comments below and as always if you want to check out any of my written content you can go to www.enigmakid.com that's www.enigmakid.com it's your boy enigma signing off Deuces.